As long as you're talking, we're listening. And time to talk to Nikki Bush, our resident parenting expert, human potential expert. And of course, she is a speaker and an author as well. And today we're talking how to build children's hands-on confidence as well as life skills at home. Good morning, Nikki. Good morning, Rafael Ware. And I think this leads on quite well from your conversation around ECD. Yeah, where you were talking about how important the foundations are for children. Mm. And I think we should never forget that not everything children learn comes from between the pages of books or from (laughs) school. And that parents provide a very, very important hidden curriculum. Mm. And perhaps we should say and add right now that with all the stop, start, stop, go of our children at home, our children at school that we we must augment that learning at home regardless. Mm, absolutely. And absolutely. we can do it in very fundamental, very basic, everyday ways that does not uh, require that we become the teacher, so to speak, mm. because it's not formal curriculum-based learning. So what I want to talk, to, uh, uh, talk about today is the importance of learning those life skills at home and what the connection to the formal curriculum is with those life skills. Okay, so I'm going to interject here and say as soon as, you know, I saw I, I saw the, the topic would be um, tackling today, I was immediately brought to brought back to my childhood. And I guess a childhood that's so kind of childhood that so many people can relate to where you are learning by doing, as you say, Nikki, and you're making the tea, right? And you're washing the dishes and you're being sent to the shops and you're in charge of bringing back the change safely. And of course, you grumble as a kid because <laughs> why is my mom sending me about like she's like the emperor, the empress of this of this joint? And can I just have a moment to watch my TV or to just you know hang around the house? And but you realize, of course, fundamentally that yeah, of course she's saving herself a few errands and trips. But what you're learning is oh, your maths, <laughs> knowing yeah. that you've got twenty rand and you need to pick up bread plus plus this and bring back the change the correct change at home etc etc so is it you know are are enough parents making sure to exactly that send their kids about (laughs) and put them make them responsible about for things at home the, the the short answer is no. Mm. Um, is that you know children are actually um, very often today kind of looked after and wrapped in cotton wool, and parents are being slaves to their children. So um, you know you talked about you said we need, children need to learn by doing. Like you knew you had twenty rand and you had to you know acquire certain things at the shops and come back with X amount of change. That's a concrete learning learning experience. Children need to learn by doing real stuff, not just watching TV. And you can learn stuff from watching TV and Mm. gaming, but it's not three-dimensional. You're not holding the coins. You're not stacking the dishwasher and getting the angles of the plates right so there's no shadow so that they get cleaned properly when the wishy-washy goes, you know. It's those three-dimensional multi-sensory skills that we're after. And funnily enough, children watch us doing all of these chores by ourselves and they actually want you to be invitational because children have this desire to master things, to get good at things. And the only way they can really get good at things is to do them 
over and over and over again. We've talked a lot on the show about repetition in learning. So let's have a look at a couple of things that I have in mind today about to, to illustrate how children learn. So take, for example, following a recipe. Mm-hmm. So cooking, invite your kids in to cook with you. So cooking is, yes, a life skill. It's about sorting, finding all the ingredients that you need for a dish. So you've got to isolate the ingredients from the pantry. And then what you're seeing is they're isolated, but you're going to mix them together. So it's called together and apart. It's analysis and synthesis. Mm. You have to plan, especially in baking. You have to follow an order and the measurements precisely. It's like a science experiment. And there are instructions to be followed. There's an order to be followed. So it's a bit like a construction toy where you're turning something from a bunch of blocks into an aeroplane or a house. Mm. Okay, so life is like that. It's a series of pieces and problems to be solved. And when you put things in the right order and you put them together, you get something very specific. You take making a bed. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, that's an interesting one. You know, beds today are not that difficult to make if you've got a duvet. You just shake it and, uh, you know, lay it on the bed and put the pillow on. Sure, and, and most of us aren't, aren't expecting a, a hotel or sort of army bed tuck, right? Yes, those, those <laughs> hospital corners. On yeah, the, on the hospital sheets, corners, you know, that's but, it. <laughs> but I remember even that um, is a skill. To learn how to make a sharp hospital corner is a whole spatial planning exercise and a gross motor coordination exercise. So making your bed is not just about learning how to actually fold the sheets or shake the duvet, Mm. but there is also that concept of creating order out of chaos. Because when you wake up in the morning, you've messed up your bed, haven't you? And part of life, one of the things about life is that we're continuously creating order out of chaos. And what I love about making the bed in the morning is that it actually is part of setting your attitude for the day. Mm-hmm, I like that. And I call that energy leadership. Giving your energy leadership. It's a decision you make in the morning that you will give your energy leadership rather than letting your energy lead you. Mm. Because if you let your energy lead you, it'll be chaotic. Mm. And I think in these times of chaos and crisis that we're living through, that simple act of every member of the family choosing to make their beds in the morning will actually shift the energy and the expectation of the day. That you're taking back a sense of control. It is one tiny thing that you can control right now is that choice to get up and make your bed. Mm, Fundamentally saying, I'm going to be constructive today. It's a choice. I'm not going to let life do me. I'm going to do life as much as I possibly can. Sure. All right. And then um, I think we need to talk about fire safety. Okay. Um, You know, building a briar or building a fire, whether you're in the bush and you're having a, a, you know, a, 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 a fire in the evening mm-hmm. or whether you are having, um, cooking some meat over a braai or whether you happen to have a fireplace at home, the only way children learn to be safe around fire is if we teach them how to do it properly. So this is a safety lesson. It's a life skill. 
But let's face it, it's also a survival skill. And I think we forget that we should be teaching our children things that could be helpful in a time of need. In a time of need or just during load shedding? <laughs> well, yes. And also that. in the middle of load shedding all over again. My goodness gracious yeah. me. So absolutely <laughs> a time of need. <laughs> over the fire. Yeah. Um, we actually taught our kids, we gave our kids the gift of fire at a specific age. They were allowed to light candles under supervision Mm -hmm. when they were about five or six under supervision. And they built fires with dad. He taught them how to do it. And then at the age of seven, we gave them the gift of fire as in they built their own fire all by themselves. Mm. And by the age of nine or 10, when their mates came around for a play date, we handed over the Weber Bry with the fire lighters and the matches and the charcoal and the bourbons and the rolls and the tomato sauce. And when their mates came round, they built the bry, sure. they cooked the bourbons, uh-huh. they served the lunch. Pretty impressive. It was very impressive. I can't tell you how many <laughs> stories we had of parents phoning me saying, did your children actually make the lunch? <laughs> and it's, it's quite strange, Nikki, that like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's, you know, there's, there are a few eyebrows that have like sort of pulled up or pricked up out there going, hello, what? Weber, Brian and, and, and Burvos. But, you know, we know from experience that we were cooking and frying and cutting and, you know, uh, yes. and uh, roasting things by the age of eight or nine. Yes. Certainly yes. I was, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and you because be. you were taught how to do it, you did it safely. So, yes. yeah. So you, you pass on these life skills by doing with your child mm. over and over again for years and years and years before you set them up to do it by themselves. But the amazing thing is that they acquire these skills through osmosis. I remember being kicked out of the kitchen by both my kids around the age of nine mm. when they asked to make something but asked me to leave. Yeah. yeah. And I went, no, 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 no. No, you need me here. And they went, no, mommy, you've taught us. We can do it. And that is the key of having a child who can say, I am, I can, and I will. Isn't that what we want? Absolutely. That is, that is the goal and at the very, very end, ultimately. So how we can give our kids, our children, hands-on confidence and life skills at home. Absolutely things you, can't, uh, you won't pick up at school, yeah? All within our control. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not to say that you're not around. Of course, I was peeking through the window when my children (laughs) were building that bride. Of course, I was close at hand. But I tried not to make myself too conspicuous because the whole thing was passing on the baton Mm. of responsibility. And that is the key to helping to raise your children as independent and resourceful human beings. That is the goal. Lovely. So you have got a toy review for us. What are we taking a look at this uh, this Saturday? Right. So we're looking at Snapships. Mm. And it's Snapships Build to Battle. And as I was talking about that, uh, you know, using a recipe to cook, I actually was thinking, my goodness, that's a good analogy for building a construction toy that comes with a set of instructions like Snapships from Play Monster. Mm. Um, these are models, okay? They are a space, it's a space-themed construction system. You follow the instructions to build these multiple crafts with action play. They're available at Toy Kingdom stores. They come in small, 
medium, large, and extra large kits. They range from 279 rands through to just over a thousand rand, depending on the size. Mm -hmm. And just imagine, you know, part of my job is that I get paid to play, don't I? I have to come up with an idea for every Saturday morning. Oh, you poor thing, you. It must be so tough. (laughs) So I I was building the scarab, the snack ship scarab. Um, and this is a, a, a detailed model, so lots of fine motor coordination, yeah, spatial that. planning, mm-hmm. and um, they're from about eight years and up. I reckon an eight-year-old would need quite a lot of supervision, um, but certainly a 10-year-old. My nephew is 10 years old. He would have loved to have built, built this. It's mm. sort of um, uh, a real um, Star Wars-themed uh, looking um, uh, construction. Super impressive. And but I think if you, if, you also, if you also have a kid that has um, put together Legos and been able to follow those guidelines, then this, this ought to make sense for them. Yes, very mm. well illustrated um, instruction leaflet and the sets are interchangeable and there are at least three models within each set. And not only that, um, you can actually download the app which allows children to explore the world of snapships in augmented reality. They can build in augmented reality on the app some additional um, designs and plans, and then they can actually overlay. So what happens with augmented reality is you you scan the room you're in. Mm -hmm. So it might be the lounge or the Mm -hmm. bedroom. You can literally scan in the floor space, and then you pull in what you've designed, and you can make it bigger or smaller, and you can make it fly around your room. Lovely. Um, so <laughs> this is a this is a physical building product, but it also morphs into an augmented reality product. So Snapships by Play Monster available at Toy Kingdom stores. Lovely. Nikki, we'll chat again next weekend. Looking forward to our conversation and uh, that toy Snapships by Play Monster.